You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to Take the Black Live, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things that the lamestream media won't discuss, it's like movies, TV, sci-fi, and fantasy. I am here. I am Dan Selke of winnerscoming.net. I am here with Camilla Cerveo. Thank you very much for coming on in place of our usual co-host, uh, Daniel Roman, who... Uh, I'm given to understand as having technical difficulties because so far as I can tell, he lives in a tree on a mountaintop and has an owl for a roommate. That's <laughs> all good. Daniel, hope things are okay. Technical difficulties, it happens. Uh, Camilla, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing good. How are you? Super. I mean, it's a little frantic here trying to get things ready. Thank you so much for filling in. It was very short. Sure. Right. We, 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 we like asked you like, five minutes before this started if you could do this in place of daniel yeah no it's cool luck it'll just happy to help i like Love your shirt <laughs> what sorry i like your shirt oh thank you yes it's a barbie shirt um keep it alive never really never really played with barbies much as a kid more like destroy them but you know i love the mm-hmm. movie so i had to get merch <laughs> the movie had legs so you made the weird barbies when you were a kid I yes, all my Barbies are weird Barbies. <laughs> my poor <That's> Barbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming on. And as usual, we have a a stacked deck to deal through, if you will. And we often start on this show by visiting one or more of the seven kingdoms of Westeros, where things are always a popping. Um, Camilla, you watched the first season of House of the Dragon, I'm guessing, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, definitely didn't. No, I I, I did like seven times at this point. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so you were a fan? I, I am a little bit of a fan of House of the Dragon. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Lovely. Just love it. <laughs> we, I don't want to spoil because like, so often the show will like every week will spoil something. Um, uh, we were kind of addicted to like the set, the set report stuff. And we have an interesting one this week. By the way, hello, Martha. Hello, everyone in the audience. Thank you for joining us today on Wick Wednesday, as it's known. Um, We have an interesting report from the set because I forget who revealed it. I think it was Redonian Intelligence, who's this really good fan site, had a image from the set, which I don't know how anybody gets these, by the way. I'm very jealous of how folk are getting these kind of pictures sent to them. Who's taking them? Who's leaking them? God bless, but I wish it was me. Um, And they got sent this image where it's on the set of House of the Dragon season two, and it's kind of a reference board in a makeup booth labeled undead, and then uh, is uh, kind of covered in reference images of zombie types. Now, thinking back to Game of Thrones days, that obviously rings a bell or two, because back then the whole threat was, oh no, the White Walkers are coming. Oh no, they have an army of zombies. Oh no, they're going to kill us all. Oh no, we've got to team up and try to take them down. 
But the rub is that in House of the Dragon, set over a hundred years before Game of Thrones, during the Targaryen Civil War, known as the Dance of the Dragons, there were no undead to speak of. They don't enter into the story at all in George R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood. We don't see a single white, we don't see a single white walker spelled differently than white. Just FYI. Um, so the question here is if they are adapting Fire and Blood, if they are telling the story of House of the Dragon, then why would they need a reference board? to show makeup artists how to make up the undead. Camilla, what do you think? I am intrigued because it could mean that they're padding the story with mm-hmm. lights so they could potentially do like a flash forward or a flash back <laughs> or, you know, with, with the with the prophecy of, you know, the, oh gosh, I forget the, the term in Valyrian, but, you know, the that one prince prophecy um maybe it could be like showing yeah the prince was promised thank you um it could be showing like just part of the undead and stuff but also i'm just looking at this thinking people like to like stir the pot what if this was like this can can they actually confirm that this is from the set of house of the dragon and not like a recycled image (laughs) no i mean okay so the source is radonian intelligence which is a very pretty reliable fan site they're named after the witcher redonian intelligence which is like the varus of the witcher more or less um and they're good like i don't want to uh uh impinge the good name of redonian intelligence they're pretty good so no we don't have proof um it's not like beyond shut out this isn't the new york times or anything but um i'm willing to go with it at least talk about it on take the black the single sport show on the internet but no, yeah. it's not proving us to have a dad or anything. No, I, I honestly, they could be padding the story. They could be like doing flash forwards. They could be trying to add more like drama or something other than, drama. oh, it's Targaryens. It's just Targaryens. It's just Targaryens, like trying to, trying to bring it back. I don't know. What do, what, what do you think? I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. I'm glad you said that. Uh, as Philip Plus says, I wonder if the White Night's Watch will be reoccurring across seasons. Ooh, Martha had an idea. I think it was filming. I was thinking it was filming from Snow, the Jon Snow TV show, which I <laughs> your eyes weren't really big. Um, yes. <laughs> I didn't think of that, actually. Neither. Oh. I probably not, because I figure I would have heard if they were making that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that would be a cool. That's a really good idea, though. Also, really quick, good joke from Philip. I heard Australians hated Barbie because it didn't come with shrimp. Ah. That's a good classic. One. <laughs> That's a good one. But um, I'm going to assume it's for House of the Dragon. I don't think they're making snow yet. Ooh, another one. That would Ooh, be cool. Actually, everyone has really good ideas. Catherine Brown says it's making me think of the makeup from the king when he was dying of that leprosy type disease. He kind of looked like the undead. Maybe another character will suffer the same fate. That's that's a really good idea. Maybe it's I mean, it, it's it's labeled undead. But yeah, Viserys did look like he was a walking corpse man toward the end. But OK, assuming all these ideas, all these really good ideas that I did not think of are not correct, which they could be. And kudos for you for being a better brain than me. Um I can see them putting some whites in the second season of House of the Dragon. My hope would be that it would be like a quick fan servicey moment. Like I know we're visiting the wall, which is already kind of fan servicey because we, we don't go to the wall in no. the book. Mm-mm. And I mean, it's fine. Okay, sure. We all like the wall. We like the Night's Watch. We can have a little visit. I'm not going to get too mad about it. Um, Maybe they're like, cut to some creepy zombies in the forest for like a thing at the fans like ee hee hee remember this ee hee hee um i hope it's not more than that though i don't want like a kind of chopping up and adding to the story of fire but which is a very strong story and they have such a good core we don't need that so my hope is that it's a little like wink or frankly you guys are pretty inventive um <laughs> So maybe we'll, it's it's what it's 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 one of your ideas. 
who was uh, Philip Plus says, might be a small random white, f- then the bodies are brought back to Castle Black. Afterwards, whoever's in Cregan, Cregan and Jace oh, go up to the wall. Oh, that's a good idea, too. Yeah, so, like, the reason yeah. they're visiting. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. As long as it's not, like, a new subplot involving the undead, I'm fine. Yeah, I agree. this with- minimum. I, I I don't like it. Like just the fact that they're that that that's there and that could like potentially it's creepy. I, I don't like it. It's not in the story. Stop adding things. The story is great on its own. You know, you don't need to add some whites on it. But I agree. Like I, I I'm okay with adding a few things. Like yeah, it's oh yeah, things are like within reach and makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> in Adapt- my opinion, it doesn't. Oh no, I agree with you. Adaptations are tricky. Like because it's so easy to kind of get too far afield of what you were doing, you know, mm. like, and there's, I don't know exactly where the line is between adapting something for a new medium book to TV and finessing it and switching it and changing it. So it fits. And then over the line to why are you even bothering adapting this? If you're just going to do your own thing, but I know it when I see it and I feel like this might be it. Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I am pretty curious about that. (laughs) We'll have to wait and see in 2024. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. There are also reports of like a scene where Damon Targaryen sneaks into King's Landing, which they would have to do because they didn't set up the Masaria connection well enough, which is no. fine. They can do that. I'm just hoping for the best. I wonder if uh, this is the kind of thing that now that like writers on set would have caught hashtag strike. But I don't think so. I think it's all written beforehand. Yeah. You know, they're going to stop filming pretty quick, like the end of this month. And these strikes are still going on. I don't. So writer's strikes, the writer's strike strike in in particular, like, I think their plan was like, we'll film what we have written. And then if we need to do rewrites or reshoots, we'll do them. And House of Dragons is one of the few shows that's gotten away with still filming during this stuff just because it had all these loopholes. Mm -hmm. But I think the strikes have been going on long enough that even shows like this are going to start to feel it when they can't do like rewrites if they need to do rewrites for something. Which is just interesting because eventually that's going to start. I, I'm I'm not looking forward to, but I sort of am when we really start feeling the effects of uh, of these strikes, which is oh, coming yeah. around the corner any minute now. Yeah, definitely, and especially I was actually talking to uh, someone else about this earlier. Apparently, broadcast TV is going to be suffering with that too. They're they're not they don't think they're going to be able to release anything in the spring, so everything's going to be pushed back to fall. Really? Like for broadcast TV, and it's just, it's insane. Is broadcast TV, I like only watch like Grey's Anatomy and fancy things that normal people right, watch. Right, right. So it's, you know, and they're I, just like not filming them at all, like new ones until they can. Is, is, is that the deal? Yeah, not filming. And then because they're not able to wrap it up quick enough or whatever, whatever reason they, they gave, but they're, it could be pushed until, you know, next fall, which it's is weird. weird. So weird. And then there's like the talk show stuff that's going on where I I, I I guess you don't need writers for talk shows. Just go on and just kind of ad lib. But yeah. if actors can promote anything, it's a strange time. Um, it it's weird. Hopefully something happens. I still have asked, could post-production be done uh, once the stuff that doesn't need rewrites while they wait for the strike to end the reshoot once needed? They'll try and figure it out, Philip. Uh, everyone is going to... Uh, try and make new solutions for this because we're really in kind of uncharted waters. Um, right. It'll be fun. 
And finally, Ryan Watson says, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, he quotes a passage from the book that's about an event that'll happen in a few seasons' time, probably. Oh, if Damon turns into the Night King. Oh, God, no. Twist, twist. (laughs) No, no, no. I don't need that in my life. (laughs) Probably not, but but maybe. I mean, just type the fan fiction away. Get started on it. Be the change you want to see in the world. That's about all the House of Dragons that we have for this week. Not a ton happening. They've gone beyond the curtain walls. Um, Hopefully that will ramp back up. I'm sorry about... How do you feel about Joe Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner's divorce? Um, I, uh, I don't like the fact that apparently like his, his PR people are like trying to smear her a little and like paint her in the colors of a bad mom. And that doesn't sit well with me. And I just, I mean, they, they got, they got together when she was ridiculously young and he's got what, like seven years on her. Yeah. About that. Yeah. It was like 70 and she was like 20 and she she was young. It it was a little odd. Can I say something kind of controversial? Yes. Or at least controversial according to Twitter. I love controversial. We're pivoting briefly into relationship drama. So Mm -hmm. in other notable celebrity marriage news, Chris Evans and his bride, like, so, okay. I just was curious. So they have like a 16 year age difference. Like he's 42, she's 26. And that was like, to me, it was on like on the edge of, is this weird? Um, and I kind of thought that it was in the problematic range, but I, I checked on Twitter and the mood there seemed to be shut up. Don't question love. So I didn't want to say anything too bad about it, but like, I don't know. Like it, it'd be different if they were like a 16 year age difference, but she was 35 and he was like, okay, if you're 35, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't know. Yeah. If you're in your twenties, it's a 40 something year old. I feel like it's still a little dicey. I, I agree with you, but like, I, can't judge really just because i know people with like not as big of a of an age gap but with mm-hmm. an age gap and and they met like well after the legal age and all of that like mm-hmm. there was no ill intent there it just happened and the, in that case like it doesn't matter but yeah. I, don't know, I don't know anything about them honestly i didn't even know he got married until i was told like a couple days ago and i was like oh i guess they, they, there goes another one so, it's, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, as as long as they're happy and it's healthy and yes, it doesn't paint Chris in a, in a creepy light because he is like amazing. Um, I'm, I'm okay with that. So we think, I just want to give my opinion yeah. on um, these complete random strangers. I don't know. Just so everybody knew what it was. I don't right. know. I feel like <laughs> I, I am entitled to raise an eyebrow. Oh yeah. Not yeah. like, not, not condemn it outright. It's not like in the, I'm not like calling DCFS or anything. It's not, it's not like in the danger zone. Right. But like I, I get to raise an eyebrow at 16 year age difference when one of the per- people isn't in their twenties. I get to do that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree with you. And I, I kind of, I just kind of tilt my head a little because I can't raise eyebrows really. So I just, I, tilt my head. I, I'm talking metaphorically. I, I can't do it either. I can, yeah. I can't really do one. I can't do a whole. I was just trying to be I, silly, but no, I, I also just kind of look at it sideways and I'm like, okay. Mm, All right. <laughs> I, I'm so glad you brought this up. Um, back to normal things. As Natalie E says, another really good point. The strikes will give us more international content next year, which is true. We'll probably get more um, foreign language series. There have been some good stuff out of Korea. Uh, that's coming um netflix has hit with like french series german series like dark and um yeah, dark is cool dark is hard to get dark. my head around but uh fun but you know what they're not out of stuff to air yet for example we're currently watching the new star wars television disney plus program star wars ahsoka now, I'm glad you're on for this, actually, because we come at this from two different angles. I've never watched The Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels, which are the two animated series that kind of precede this new fancy live action Star Wars show. And you not only have watched them, you are quite a big fan. Especially Clone Wars. I adore The Clone Wars. Rebel was good. Rebels was good. It um, wasn't a big fan of the first season. But then I'm glad I like kept going with it. Sure. Um, but no, this I uh 
I mean, I've always liked the show Ahsoka and I've always said so, but I've had like my issues with it and have been pretty vocal about those. But especially with with last night's episode, it was so nice. It was it's mostly like a nod to Rebels fans because, you know, you got Sabine, you got Hera, you got all these Rebels characters and like all this influence there. But Last night was more of like a, hey, Clone Wars fan, I see you. Here's here's a plate with delicious food in it that's <laughs> Clone Wars related. And it was so good. Um, obviously, still a flawed episode because of things. But I don't know if, we can, if we're going to spoil things or not on oh, this. Oh, yeah, it's been out for a day. What made it such a Clone <laughs> Wars throwback specifically? Just, just say it. Who, who guest starred? Um. Anakin, uh, I was so impressed with Hayden Christensen uh, in Christensen in this movie. In this movie, it was mm-hmm. essentially a movie. In this, in this episode, they showed it in theaters. You know that they showed it in like movie theaters. I know. I saw that. I, there was one in New York, like showing. I'm like, I want to go, but then I was like, maybe I don't because it's going to be insanely long lines, which it was. But um, no, his he totally redeemed himself from the. Not that it was any of his doing because he was just following a script. Just how bad right. Anakin was in the prequels, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, he was so good. He nailed it. He literally brought the essence of the Clone Wars Anakin that you don't get to, to see unless you watch the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, Anakin and Clone Wars was completely different. You actually had time to see his character develop. He had time to see his friendship and relationship with Obi-Wan um, grow and change and start to get a little eh, and then go back to being good and all these things. And you get to see him with Padme and their relationship and you get to see him with Ahsoka and they have a very strong, like older sibling, younger sibling rapport Mm -hmm. and their chemistry is great. And, you know, he calls her snips in the show and the fact that he kept calling her snips in, in Ahsoka and we get to see him, um fight with her we get to see heck we get we get to see baby snips like as a, a younger uh ahsoka. teenage ahsoka like all this like, kind of flashback oh it was spirit it was quest so well sort of thing that's going on with ahsoka in this one it was so well done i just i love the fact that they just drop you in it and i wasn't expecting it um i had to like pause a couple times and take a breather because that was just it's so it was so nostalgic and clone wars just means a lot to me as a show that I had to like take a minute to like compose myself because <laughs> I am a very overly emotional being, as everyone knows. Um, and it was it was hands down the best show, best episode of any Star Wars show for me since Clone Wars ended. Um, it, it was it, it was it, great. A, a large claim. It um, is. I, and I really like Andor too. So yeah, that's a really really large claim. <laughs> I love the Mandalorian the first season too. Um, as Nicole asked, did they de-age Hayden Christensen? Something about him look kind of uncanny valley, which yeah they did, didn't they? In those like battle things, he had like a little swoopy thing with the hair, and it was kind of yeah. lines were faced yeah, out. The, I'm pretty the, sure they de-aged him. Yeah, yeah. And the, it he wasn't totally the look. No, it wasn't perfect, but it was so much better than the end of episode <gasps> four. It Hello, was so- Davies. Uh, yes. <laughs> Although yeah. just, okay, so my perspective, someone who hasn't seen either of those shows, I liked it. It's good. There's like a stillness to this show that is intriguing to me. Like it just kind of like sits and looks at things sometimes like faces, landscapes, also a lot of action, but like a lot of stillness. I will say as someone who didn't watch the Clone Wars or Rebels, it felt a little like I was... I don't know, like at a high school reunion for a class I wasn't a part of or something okay. like because they were just I could tell it was obvious that like these references meant something, but I didn't know what the meaning was like, yeah. you know, like the, the way they like pause when young Ahsoka comes out, it, which is clearly significant or like giant tentacle space whales like these must have been around before. Like, I don't remember them from Return of the Jedi or whatever, but <laughs> it, it's 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 obvious they have some meaning. Um, and the way you know, like they zoom in, like, hey, snips, I'm like, what is it? What is a snips? Um, so it, di- I, I do wonder how it, it plays. I, 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 I think Nicole said that, um, uh, it, that they're enjoying it, even though they haven't seen it, which I am too. I like it. 
I got hmm. I had a thought that, by the way, Julie says hello to you, Camilla. Oh, Daniel's hello. out today, Julie. His technical difficulties because um, I think a moose ran into his router. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. I've been wondering whether the decision to follow up um, the first season of The Mandalorian, which was very new for Star Wars, with all of these continuations of the animated universe, because the other things... The other seasons of The Mandalorian basically did that because they brought in Bo-Katan Kreese and they're kind of leading up to uh, this competition with Thrawn. They brought in Ahsoka and now she has her own show. Um, I wonder if it's a no. I wonder if they're going to regret it down the line. I wonder if maybe I wonder if like Ahsoka shouldn't have been a six episode miniseries that they made instead of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And then part of me still wants to be like on the planet of the Yodas right now with the Mando finds baby Yoda's home and it's somewhere we've never, ever been. But instead, it's kind of like pivoted back to the ruins of the Empire, the meeting Jedi characters who are going to be big in the plot again meeting characters from Rebels. Thrawn's will be a big main new villain for like a bunch of different shows. And I just, I feel like they may have stared newness in the face and then blinked and said, no, none of that. We're going to go back to what we know and continue what we know. But I don't know that yet because we haven't seen the rest of it. We haven't seen how this all looks when it's all done. Your face looks skeptical. Um, but that is what I'm wondering might happen after it's all over and we look back at it and say, maybe not. No, I mean, it is a really good point. And I think that they might have gotten just a little series happy. Oh, let's make a series about this character. Let's make a series mm-hmm. about this character. Like, for instance, Book of Boba Fett should have been two episodes right. in the mainstream series. Yes, or it should have. What was that? Bullcrap. Okay, it sorry. was fan service to those like obnoxious, sorry, Boba Fett like fans that just wanted him out of the Sarlacc pit. And now what? <laughs> you know, I like about that one. They, they totally, they totally made him a good person, even though he's not. He's a bounty hunter. I actually was talking about this yesterday, very passionately. But yes, um, I anyway, book of Boba Fett should not have been made. Um, no. Kenobi was. It was great because I love Obi-Wan and at the same time, I hated it because it was a huge disappointment for me. I did not enjoy that show at all. Mm -hmm. Um, It made me really sad, except for the scenes where Darth Vader just kicks butt and it's amazing. Of course. And um, that could have been a movie again or a couple of episodes in Ahsoka or like a flashback or something, although it's not the same timeline. Um, I don't know. It's just they just got series happy. And you're right. Clone Wars and Rebels were they should have tied things up and not like the fact that things have spawned from it um, is cool. But at the same time, it's, it's like cool making things up as you go. And we're supposed to just accept it or like enjoy it. Like, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you to a, to a degree. And I do like what they're doing. Like, um, I think someone said, let's see. That uh, Natalie watched Clone Wars Rebels. Ahsoka's kind of subdued compared to the animated shows, which yeah, it 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 does have like a subdued feeling. I don't really dislike the subdued feeling. I think it's kind of interesting and different, but it it does. I just wonder if we're going to regret all this by the time it's over. But well, I don't know yet, so I'm I'm going to keep going and see what happens and watch to the end. Although I... you, I will call it now. I'm going to call this now. Okay. The last episode of Ahsoka. The last five minutes right. is going to be the reveal of Thrawn, the blue man. And he's and he's going to like turn around dramatically. And the music's going to go up and it's going to be really significant. And then it's going to fade away and say, like, Thrawn will return in a movie in a year. And the whole series will have been set up. I have a bad feeling that's what's going to happen and I think I'm right. 
but we'll see what happens in a few weeks. I hope you're not. I really hope you're not. I have been dying to see Thrawn on screen for years. <laughs> and um, I'm sure myself and other people who, you know, really enjoy the Grand Admiral and his existence, um, we would be not very happy, especially like I feeling kind of like strung along, just oh hey, here's Thrawn. Here's our, oh, 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 you don't get him. You don't get him more than like five minutes. But I'm hoping that I'm hoping that because we're in what episode five out of yeah of eight. eight. So there's three episodes there, left. He's either time gonna, left. Yeah, he's either gonna show himself in two episodes, like in, on on episode seven, and then I this is what I'm hoping. This is what I'm hoping. That's seven. Uh-huh. And then we'll get some sort of confrontation, some sort of like good amount of screen time for him and for uh-huh. Morgan Smith and their plan and all of that. Sure. Um, and what I'm really hoping doesn't happen. But just like you, I am 99.9 repeating percent sure that this could very <laughs> well happen. Repeating and it completely just make me lose my head over this. Um, if Sabine gets force abilities in the last five minutes of season one, Probably. I am going to watch season two because she is not force sensitive and she will, she is just going to be forced, huh, pun intended, forced, <laughs> force abilities. Just for the sake of the script. And I do not want that at all. At all. Because she does she does not need force powers. Sure, practice as a lightsaber all you want. But you do not need force powers. You are not a Jedi character. You know what I mean? But I, I felt why like... why is she training her? <laughs> um, by the way... Do, Julie says that we keep freezing. We keep freezing? freezing. Dan's not even here. Daniel's the one who freezes. He is. Like, it's sunny outside. Everything's nice. Nothing's wrong okay, here. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind. I'm being told it's fine. <laughs> okay. Everybody calm down. I mean, it's just, <laughs> even when Daniel's not here, there's still difficulties. Daniel, what? Oh. It's the ghost of Daniel. <laughs> he is gotcha. our fourth ghost. We, we send our thoughts and prayers to Daniel. As he wrestles with that bear or whatever yes. he's doing, um, Camilla, everybody out there, what else are you watching? What else are you reading? What else are you looking at in these days? I am. Um, I watched One Piece, which I absolutely fell with. It's. I can't praise it enough. It's so good. I absolutely it love was One Piece. Really fun. It, it was, was such a fun time. Yeah. It was amazing. It was. It was excellent. Um, I watched that. I'm watching um, an anime called Jujutsu Kaisen, which oh, is amazing. Yeah, it's very, very good. Um, definitely not for kids. Um, it's it's very, it's like you fight these curses with sometimes curses or like curse abilities and it has the best character ever, Gojo, and he's amazing. I like to say he's my anime husband, but um <laughs> Um, that show is amazing. Uh, I'm watching that. I'm gonna look into Castlevania. Oh, yes. Um, Nocturne. Very excited about that. Love Castlevania. Very excited about the new series. Um, I'm not reading anything because I don't have time to read. Um, mm. but I am playing a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. It's a video game. People love that game. It is the best game to come out in a really long time, mm-hmm. a really long time. And I've gladly spent about like 40 hours where I can like squeeze it, uh, playing a campaign and it's everything. That game is perfect. I'm a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan and player. Um, and that just that's that's an amazing game for for that kind of person. And if I, yeah, I'll try to get around to it because I, I, everyone in my who who I know tells me they love it to death. So I really got to try it out. I don't, I don't think I have a machine that can play it. I'll get one. Um, Daniel, he, he he won't admit it, but he thinks that he is the bee's knees when it comes to reading in books, and he thinks that everyone who doesn't read books is a philistine. Um, I'm reading. Oh no, 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 it's, it's not me. I'm normal. I'm I'm. I'm he's an antisocial one. Um, and I'm reading a book called The Three Body Problem, which they're adapting, which the which the Game of Thrones guys, but if I watch it, it's a giant Netflix show, a giant sci-fi show. It's going to adapt in January. Really, really cool. Really, 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 really kind of big brained technical sci-fi. Here's how quantum mechanics work. Most of it is like, woo, but it's, 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 it's a fun read. Um, I got to talk about the wheel of time a sec. 
Are you interested in the Wheel of Time at all? The fancy show on, on I Amazon? I haven't, haven't read it and I haven't watched it. I would be curious to know because I think it's a worth watching, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's up your alley exactly, but I think it's good. So I think it's up most people's alleys. Um, it's a big deal because this Wheel of Time is this big important book series that's been around for whatever blah blah blah, blah decades. Um, the show's great, and it's airing its second season now. I'm really liking it a lot. The last episode was very solid. We got mm-hmm. introduced to Lanfear, the evil wicked sorceress woman who is back after thousands of years to seduce and conquer our lead character randall thor with her fabulous ways and i've watched the next episode with the screeners and she has like a great outfit that is worth the price of admission like just kind of very arch villainous fabulous Um, so i'm into her and i'm into the show and the show's good and the 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 show is good I'm liking it. I hope people watch it on Friday. And I feel like it's catching on. Like last season was kind of um, a lot of the fans were saying things like boo and no, and you change things. And why did you do that? I, I'm not sure I've seen this before. It's really turned around this season where folks are really getting more on board and seem to like it a lot more and are more happy with it. I don't know if they just sat with it and got Stockholm syndrome or they really are responding to positive changes. I like the first season, I like this one even more. And I'm glad the show is doing well because it's a big, important fantasy series. And I think they're doing a nice job with it. And if you actually have time in your schedule, um, I recommend it. But if you don't, then, you know, who cares? Do whatever you want. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't know in your life. I've been wanting to watch it. I just haven't time to like sit down and watch something other than things that I would like to review. <laughs> But I oh, guess yeah, I understand. Wheel of time too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, uh, I, I'll, I'll check it out. It's on Amazon. You said, yeah, Amazon Prime Video. Sweet. I also got to weigh in on because we got a couple commenters, both Julie and Nicola, watching The Winter King. Which it was my fault. I told them to watch it because it's this adaptation of these books that I really grew up loving, The Warlord Chronicles by Bernard Cornwell. It's about King Arthur, and the books are great. And the show is a pretty big disappointment compared to the books. Uh, Um, It's fine. It's not awful. I think it's gotten better since it's gone along. I am liking it more as I watch more episodes. I thought the first one was really sucked. It sucked. But the second and third were better. I think it's a decent show about King Arthur, but it's not really, doesn't have anything that was unique about the books that I liked a lot. It's kind of like, I don't know why you would suck out all the unique things out of a book series to make another thing about King Arthur, like a 30,000 thing that everyone's seen before instead of like doing something different with it. But they did. And I think it's fine. Um, It could have been better. And that hurts me. It's by the same author who wrote The Last Kingdom books. Do you know The Last Kingdom at all on Netflix? I I have not watched it, but I know of it. It's good. It's solid. Or um, the Sharp series with Sean Bean from way long ago, where he played a guy in the Napoleon Wars. He does historical fiction, this guy. And he's really, really good. And he deserves respect. (laughs) Just trying to be a smart butt and ask if if Sean Bean dines in that that show, too. I doubt it. I never read the Sharp series or watched the show. It was like in like the late 80s. It wasn't before my time. Um, When he was like a young up and coming like studly new actor on the block and he was catching this thing um maybe i'll get it on dvd sometime but yeah it's fine i wish it was better i wish it was better but it's fine and that's about all that i'm watching nicole says we forgive you yeah i'm sorry i i, I i'm sorry that i, I talked it up so much i think i'm pretty good i also recommended warrior which is a show on max which i think is fantastic i stick by that one but the winter king you know i can't get them all right all the time it happens. I mean, it happens. It, it, it happens. <laughs> Any other thoughts, Camilla, about any say, of this I, stuff? I did read one thing. I read uh, the uh, new ooh. Marvel comic book, the Scarlet Witch. Um, uh, what's the word? This one. This one. Eight. The number Scar- eight. It's about okay. uh, Loki and Scarlet Witch talking about romance. And that would be. Did they get- really? Yeah. 
Like if uh, it'd be, it'd be, I'm not going to spoil this comic for you. <laughs> but, Does that mean um, that like canonically they could get together, and that means that Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Hiddleston could like make I up in like 2027? I would pay copious amount of money to see that happen on the screen. <laughs> Can I ask you this? Like yeah. in Marvel comics, do they like draw the characters? like the actors now because they're just so famous Uh, or are they still like their own thing they're still their own thing like let me see this is what scarlet witch looks like and that's what loki looks like maybe just okay i guess i guess it's not really i mean they dress like them in the movies so maybe that's what i'm seeing yeah cool they do they just dress them up in the movies uh, to a certain degree like them in the comic books but Really quickly, a little tiny thing I'm watching. No one will care about this, but you and me. I mean, hopefully you do, because uh, you're an anime person. Um, I recently got into a heated nerd debate with a friend at a nice restaurant in real life over okay. which version of Full Metal Alchemist was better, the original anime or the Brotherhood, Brotherhood one. I like the original. I am. Oh, me too. Thank yes, you. So, so much better. So much better. <laughs> yes. Um, and just, I, I reflected as I was having the argument, like, I can't believe this came up organically with my friends. Of course this does. There's people I hang out with and this is, and, and these are the thoughts that I have normally just walking around. And so we're watching like the original anime over again, just for fun. Cause we kind of got inspired by that and it's still good and it's still better. It is um, good. It is better. I agree with you. 100%. Good. I feel like most folks say the, or at least people I talk to say that, that the brotherhood is better, but I disagree. I don't know. I think like there are certain aspects of it that could be better, but I just like the original because of the nostalgia and it makes me think of like when I got into Fumetta Alchemist and all that. Like I said, overly emotional being, so I attach emotion to everything and I base things on emotion. So um yeah, that's that's why I like that one. But I, I get it. I, I get into nerd heated discussions over Star Wars all the time, especially with like that's close friends and people I love. Um, because they're wrong about things and I just have to set them yeah. straight. Sometimes people are wrong. Like sometimes they're <laughs> wrong, and, wrong. And, and, and they need to be shown the light. Uh, Christian asked about the Star Blazers remake, which you do ask at least w- once a year. I'm sorry to um, inform you we have no new information. Uh, nope, not a thing. <laughs> sorry about that. And I got to tell you, now that the strikes are on, I really do fear for a lot of smaller, lesser-known shows. I feel for I fear for bigger shows. Like One Piece is a big hit. I don't know if it'll get renewed within this climate. It's it's it's, it's in greater danger than it would be otherwise. But we'll if see. it doesn't, I think Netflix is going to lose a lot of people, like viewers, mm. because they, they finally say that, did something right. Well, they they finally did something right mm-hmm. with, with an anime, anime adaptation. And it was incredibly well received worldwide. Um, it's it a was. fun show. It's refreshing, and all the stuff. If they if it doesn't get renewed, why it's go on? Horrible. If they don't renew One Piece, I will set fire to the rain. That is my promise to you, everybody in the I chat. I love it. I love it. All right, Camilla. Should we go on to the uh, signature Wick News Lightning Round where we? Uh, flash through a bunch of 20-second stories and give our short opinions on the news of the day that we couldn't give our opinions on the main body of the program? Yes, let's do it. I think we should. Okay. Um, Didn't put these in any particular order. So, okay, I'm going to ask you this one first because I think this speaks to your expertise. So, I forget his name, but the creator of One Piece, whose name is... Blah. I don't, oh, remember. Okay, I, mean, I, gotcha. I don't remember. Oh, okay, <laughs> never mind. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, he has a firm no romance rule for any of the crew members on either his manga, his anime, or and now the Netflix show. Uh, yay or nay? Yay, because there's so much more to life than romance at all times. Have friends, mm. have best friends, hug your friends, treat them like family, friends, friends. I love it. <laughs> Doesn't okay. complicate things as much. Fair enough. We're on board. And you were well under 20 seconds. Kudos. Ask one of me. What's the next one? 
All right. Um, so Warner Brothers Discovery boss David Zaslav mm-hmm. thinks Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and DC are underused as franchises. What do you say? Of course he does. Um, you know, the job of these studio bosses is to run everything they have into the ground over and over until nobody likes it at all. Um, they're making a Harry Potter TV show. DC, they've already run into the ground. Well, they never really got it off the ground, did they? They kind of like tried and then it kind of crashed. Um <laughs> I'm fine with franchises, but you have to be careful. And I worry he won't be, but we'll see what happens. Perfect. As always. Great job, Dan. Okay. Um, uh, Camilla, here's something you may not care about. There is a Godzilla TV show coming to Apple TV plus called Monarch legacy of monsters starring Kurt Russell, John Goodman and others. Does this interest you at all? take my money reluctantly um i mean i love godzilla he is the best monster oh, ever but um yeah i'm gonna be watching it for sure i love godzilla yeah awesome. absolutely i can't believe i haven't heard about this i'm very disappointed in my friends who know i love godzilla who didn't tell me about this oh like no one's talking about it even though it's coming up like pretty quick it's kind of weird it's like one of those shows kind of i don't know if us in general they they have they have awful marketers and have oh, yeah. over at Apple. They they can afford it. Okay, sorry, we're going on. Uh, <laughs> hit me. Okay. Um. So the Goosebump series will be premiering on Disney Plus and Hulu on October 13th. I'm gonna get that because okay. So I'm of a certain age where I grew up and I read like well over a hundred Goosebumps books when I was a kid. It, it it was I was in that age group. So will I watch this? Of course not. I have no interest in a Goosebumps series, but I do know what it is. R.L. Stein's classic horror series. Um, and if, are there people who like the books and are of the right age to enjoy a show? I think my they're all my kid, age and they're too old. Okay. Oh, your kids will like it. Perfect. My kids love, they're almost seven and they love the movie. So I, I bet you they're going to be watching this. Nice. Yes. I hope they love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Camilla. Here yeah. is um, our old friend Jason Momoa. There's a trailer out for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, the sequel to the hugely successful first Aquaman movie, over a billion dollars, coming out December 20th. Interested? I am. Um, I saw the teaser that came out like four days ago and it had Nicole Kidman in it. And I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. But then no Amber Heard, <laughs> which is also a huge yes. I Good haven't boy. seen the new trailer. Um, I'll probably watch it after this. Oh, it came out today, didn't it? Yeah, it came out today. Oh my god! Okay, I gotta go look at it. I gotta go look at it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta look at it. Like as soon as as soon as this is done, I'm going to be watching it because I haven't had a chance to yet. Good point. Yeah. All right. Um, oh my. Ooh, I don't know. If, okay. Oh, I, I love a show. Don't worry. The, you know, okay. The series finale of Attack on Titan will air on November fourth. Finally. I know. <laughs> more your area but i do watch second titan attack on titan is like would you agree with me like the breakout anime series of the past 10 years attack on titan no i don't agree with you but it is a big one okay what's the biggest i feel like demon slayer and jujutsu are definitely- you're right you're right you're right but attack on titan is big and um i think it's maybe one of the more serious anime come out it is um and i'm looking forward to seeing the end i really am it's so serious and- I couldn't uh, go ahead, hit, hit, hit. Oh, no, this is for you. Oh, well, we're going to do it. Um, all right. Um, right wing firebrand and legislator Lauren Boebert was escorted at a performance of Beetlejuice the musical for vaping, singing along and causing a disturbance. If you want to take this one, it's all yours if you were prepping for that one, because I haven't heard of this, but that is hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. We'll just talk about it for 20 seconds. Apparently, also on the way out, she was like quoted as like giving classic, like the kind of do you do you know who I am? I'm going to contact the mayor about this and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Just the image of her being like just like in the aisle, like Beetlejuice, then asked to leave. Oh, I can picture it right now. That's hilarious. That is absolutely pretty weird. funny. There is one what that is... was skipped. Hmm? There is one that was skipped. There was? A Harry Potter TV producer says the Max show can explore the books oh. more deeply. Go ahead. Um, yay. 
Um, I love the Harry Potter books. Um, I don't love the writer, but I adore the books very, very much. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in the books that wasn't like explored for the movies. Um, so I would be happy with that, but I, we don't need a Harry Potter show. I'm sorry. We really don't. Yeah, we, we don't. don't need a Potter show. But that's just me. We're going to have a whole talk about that sometime. But um, yeah, yeah I, have, I have complicated feelings. Uh, but you know what? I can't share them now because the show's over. Thank you so much for filling in, Camilla. Um, uh, uh, our, our best wishes to Daniel. I hope you got that school of long-eyed pike out of your sink or whatever happened to distract you from this. Um, we'll be back next week. We're back here every week. We're here on uh, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, or, you know, 3 p.m. on the East Coast, 1 p.m. on the Mountains noon on the west coast and 5 a.m in australia where julie lives oh, uh, but although next week we're going to be pushed back by a half hour because we have a meeting beforehand so um sorry about that uh so it'll be 2 30 cst just add 30 minutes on all those things i just said um and that'll be that we're also available in podcast form wherever podcasts are available be at google play itunes or elsewhere so Join us next week. Thoughts and prayers to Daniel and our best to Mrs. Bobert. Bye. See you then. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.